Hi everyone. Today's podcast is called Holding Space for Difficult Emotions and in Difficult Times. The phrase came up this week as we were doing a grief gathering at B'nai Torah Congregation and um, a great therapist named Marla Berger brought a resource for us and it was called Holding Space for the Unthinkable, written by Heather Platt. And you'll find Heather's work at heatherplett.com. She does a lot of work with this concept of holding space. Um, What it comes down to is this idea of how do we create a safe space for one another's emotions, for difficulties, for trauma, for pain, for hurt, Um, I really, really appreciate this concept and I appreciate this as part of so much of the work that we try to do as early childhood teachers for social emotional skill building, emotional intelligence, and finding a way to support young children, parents, and families as they try to honor one another's emotions and the relationships and the connections between us all. Um, I think it really is the heart and soul of um, the theme behind the podcast of See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. Um, I also think it's a concept that we use weekly in our transition class, the class for the children turning two who are getting ready to go to preschool without their parents. Our, Our mantra is always, all emotions are safe here. But we actually have to go to this concept of holding our children's emotions um, when they are facing this big change and this big transition of independence and of being in class without their parents present, without their parents to fill in the emotions, to fill in the problem solving, to to be there um, as very tangible anchors and um, guides Um, Children um, often face all kinds of emotions, the good ones, the joy, the excitement, the curiosity, Um, but they also regularly express challenging emotions, Um, anger, sadness, confusion, doubt. And and what we want to do for those children at this really pivotal I'm sorry, pivotal time for them is to hold space that is a protected emotional space where we can all meet the children exactly where they are. I think that's what holding space means to me. And um, again, I'm not an expert in the concept. I'm not a psychologist, not a psychotherapist, but but I know that, that there's some real truth that we're doing this on a regular basis. Um, when we meet children where they are, um, we are saying there is nothing that needs to be fixed right now. There's nothing that needs to be rushed or push the child faster through that emotional experience. And we certainly aren't challenging them to get over it, to feel differently, to... Um, We're not ignoring, we're really validating all these deep, deep emotions. So what I feel is that this week, while while we're still in the huge midst of um, this horrible tragedy at uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, where we've had this huge assault on a school, on, on students, on teachers, 
and um, directly on our community um, and and everyone is is being affected by this in different degrees of separation from the from the immediate horror um, but but I really feel like I wanted to say something about um, holding space um, in this difficult difficult time for us as, as something that's really part of what we're doing on a regular basis for one another's um, emotional support and 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 again just that emotional intelligence of being with children and with parents because um, parents are certainly experiencing all the emotional roller coaster of life with kids um, but but back to where we are in my community this week what I want to say is um, that, that I want this podcast to be a reminder to breathe into the holding space um, that by our breath alone, we are creating a spaciousness that allows us to feel our feelings, to be where we are, and to and to accept that the people around us are in um, whatever emotions, whatever um, the, the whole spectrum of experience and needs are that that comes out in this. I mean, there is no normal, so. Um, Everyone's sort of disoriented, trying to figure out like how how do I do what I need to do and be where I need to be. And um, so, what I want to say first is, let's just breathe. Let's just breathe into that holding space that says um, that that will that will be the the place of safety through this transition of nothing is normal. Second, I want you to hold space in something that I want to call your own sacred space. And this was something that I heard um, Brene Brown talk about on an On Being podcast with Krista Tippett. Um, it seemed it was just broadcast last week. It wasn't about um, the shootings here in South Florida, but it was very relevant to the shootings here in South Florida. And, and what she was really saying is that by, by having that time to go inward, having that time to, to, to have this kindness and this compassion within ourselves, we realize that there's something inside of each one of us that connects us to something bigger than ourselves. And, and whether that's a place of worship that you feel that sacred space, whether it's the ocean, whether it's um, sitting out in your back lawn um, or walking around the block and just noticing you know, your feet on the ground. I think nature is really um, a big part of this for me, but, but of course your cathedral can be anywhere. It could be, um, you know, again, just that, that idea that says that within myself I have so much calm and so much peace even when things are shaken to the core that um, that we can go inside there and have a sense of um, of a space within ourselves that that will not let us down um, and and it is as Brene Brown will say the connection to to, to it's the antidote to loneliness it is the idea of we, that we can be okay within where we are 
and um, and it is the basis of of belonging to one another because it allows us to really see ourselves as who we are and and exactly where we are at any given moment and then and then the last thing i want to talk about is holding a play space because i think that when we or our children um, can just be and can do whatever you want to do or whatever you think you might need to do in this moment um, then that has an enormous power to release the stress the grief the anxiety the fear it allows you to just be in a moment you know if you're a grown-up it might be coloring or you know playing in a in an adult-like way but for a kid you know it might be making mud pies there's no doubt in my mind that as an early childhood educator that I know that play is a true and honest place where we can be alone or we can be with others. Um, it can be serious or it can be silly. It can be unpredictable. It can be wild or quiet. Um, and I promise you, if you make some time to play, um, it, that play space will give you something that you really, really, really need. And, and I think whenever you're feeling lost or unmoored, even in your general parenting or your day-to-day -day parenting, separate from these crises, um, play is so much the antidote because it does allow things to come out. It allows things to be present and it allows us to work with it um, in just such easy, non-threatening, beautiful ways. So um, I'm thinking of all of you. Uh, my heart goes out to all of you. Um, this community is strong and it's standing together. and. Um, we're going to hold that space for one another because um, we don't know what's on the other side of this. But um, I'm sure and I believe that there will be hope um, and peace and, and, and something that, that feels way more reliable than where we are right now. Have a great week, everyone, and um, take good care of yourselves and your children. Um, and yes, make that play something that allows you to turn off um, the pressures and the reality of the adult world. And um, I think I posted in one of my Facebook posts, you know, we want to, to be informed, we want to be involved, um, but for our children, especially our young, young children, um, we need to go into their world and, and just be with them um, with laughter and joy and innocence. Um, with your older children, um, Marla Berger, and, and she is from Berger Counseling Center here in Boca. She also said, you know what, doing things together in a very open way, whether it's a walk together, a hike, um, throwing a ball, those are the things that allow us to be present and, and maybe turn off some of the, the, the shoulds and supposed to so that the real good stuff can, can come out and be shared amongst us. In, in, in our relationships, in our families, in our communities. Take care, everyone.